I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to the official England podcast. The second round of group fixtures has begun, which means we've now seen every single team in action. We can literally taste tomorrow's game. It is that close. I've got my England kit washed, iron pressed and ready as we gear up to that massive game at Wembley against Scotland. I'm Adam Smith here to guide you through everything that's been happening in the England camp over the last 24 hours. Since Sunday's victory, we've heard from a couple of the players, including match winner Raheem Sterling and latest edition Aaron Ramsdale. But today we're back yet again with more exclusive content. So grab yourself a brew. Here's what we've got for you. As always, we'll have an update on everything that's been going on at St George's Park. We'll be speaking to Josh Denzel to get all the very latest from inside the camp. It's all eyes on, on the Scotland game and that's, that, that is the buzz around the place where right? they're all talking about it. And hearing from young star Jude Bellingham, who was his guest on yesterday's Lions Den. Obviously got a bang to the head for it, but you know I'll do it again for, for the three points. It was the turn of Marcus Rashford MBE at the press conference yesterday. If we're to win the tournament, we're going to have to play against the best teams in the tournament. And I spoke exclusively with Champions League winner... Reese James. So whenever I feel like I need advice, um, I always turn to him as my first point of call. Right, let's get stuck into it. You're listening to the official England podcast. First up, as always, let's get you up to speed with all the latest from St George's Park. With just over 24 hours to go until England's second game of Group D against Scotland, the full squad was training with the latest recruit, Aaron Ramsdale. He, of course, replaced the injured Dean Henderson on Tuesday. And if you want to have a listen to my chat with Aaron, you can catch it on the previous episode right here on the official England podcast. The England social media admins have been putting the hard hours in, providing us with incredible pictures and videos of the players in training. What about that Jack Grealish goal, by the way? Unbelievable. And if you want to see a picture of your favourite member of the Three Lions squad in training or get all the insight on what's going on behind the scenes in camp, then make sure you check out England's official social media channels. And finally, it was the turn of Marcus Rashford MBE to speak to the media yesterday. Here's what he had to say. If we're to win the tournament, we're going to have to play against the best teams in the tournament. Um, and we're, we're, we want to look forward to them games. We, we don't want to you know, be scared of, of playing against these teams. Um, I think, you know, especially since since Russia, we've had we've exposed ourselves to more of these big games, uh, playing against the the biggest the biggest nations. 
and and the best some of the best players in the world um, and we've managed to, to deal with it um, win a lot more with the games than before the World Cup um, and we've we've managed to show ourselves better in, in the bigger games since the World Cup since the World Cup um, and I remember you know before the World Cup a few years before that um, we was really we were struggling against the big teams to get results um, you know, we'd play well some games, but they'd always just just edge us. They'd maybe beat us 2-1 or 1-0. Or and it'll always be a, a close game, but they seem to always just get ahead of us. And um, I think after the World Cup, we, we've we managed to get some better results, basically, and, and play some of our best football. Um, so we're definitely not we're not scared of playing against them teams. We're, we're looking forward to, to getting the opportunity to, to play in big games. Um, but like I said, you can't. You can't overlook this Scotland team because they're a team that have got many different ways of, of scoring goals. Um, it didn't quite happen for them in the first game, but you can't ignore the signs as a as a player. So we we approach the game with, with the right mentality, um, the mentality that we approach every other game. Um, we have to respect the opponent's qualities and, and find ways to, to break them down and hurt them with our own qualities. Josh Denzel has been rubbing shoulders with all the players as we build up towards tomorrow's game. And yesterday he welcomed Wonder Kid and, of course, the youngest man to ever play for England at a major tournament, Jude Bellingham, into the lion's den. First taste of the Wembley atmosphere in an England yeah. shirt. How was that? Nah, that was special, man. I think, obviously, again, it's something that you dream of as a kid, playing at Wembow and... Uh, Wembo, yeah, we call it yeah, Wembo. Yeah. Yeah, That's it what it was when I was um, a kid, you know what I mean? You want to play Wembley, Wembo, whatever. So, yeah, um, to play there with my family there as well. Obviously, the first time that they've seen me play a competitive game for a while. So, yeah, I'm really happy with that. I mean, remember when we spoke before, you, you were saying that it's your mum's in Germany, your dad doesn't, your brother doesn't get to see you play yeah, that much. Yeah. How nice was it to see them in the stands? Yeah, I was buzzing, to be fair, just to have everyone there supporting, really, and kind of felt like a really together moment. And, you know, uh, to get on the pitch as well, to top it off so they can actually see me play is, uh, is really nice. You, you've mentioned that you feel comfortable coming off, the, coming off the bench and making an impact, and that's certainly what you did. Yeah, I just, just tried to do my job, really. I f the, the boys put in a, an excellent shift to kind of get where they were in the game, and... As I said, I was just trying to make sure that we didn't let it slip and try and do my job. Uh, obviously, got a bang to the head for it, but you know, I'd do it again for, for the three points. I mean, you spent a lot of time here. I mean, you cooped up in, in SGP with Rice, Henderson, Phillips. Are you taking time to kind of learn from their game? You're out there every day with them in training? Yeah, definitely. I think I'm, I'm learning a lot from, from those guys. Uh, Hendo's a really experienced deck. Uh, is a bit younger, but obviously a really good talent. Uh, Calv has got so many great attributes so there's so much I can take from them whilst obviously showing the skills that I already have and you know I'm, I'm only going to get better as a result of this experience so I'm really grateful to be here. Talking of influences as well, is it, it, Gareth actually showed you around here back in November, right? Yeah. How nice was it to have met the gaffer before this? Before yeah, this to be fair, moment? I've spoke to you before and said that you know when you're in the youth teams and stuff he's always uh, around and he always like drops in on you to, to see how stuff's going and Obviously, that, that kind of helps you ease in because you know the environment and, you know, he's always watching and you get your chance and you just have to kind of behave normally and, and act right. So to get the chance to, obviously, be coached by Gareth Southgate and the rest of the staff is a, a big honour. I'm very grateful. Uh, another big influence. You know, we caught up 
uh, back at St George's Park a, a while ago, and you said your dad uh, was a big influence on yeah, your football career. Yeah. Is he still giving you like goal scoring advice? Is he still trying to tell you what to do? To be fair, I'm not scoring as much as I did when I was um, younger. So if it is goal scoring advice, is <laughs> so. Um, but I'm still learning a lot from like what he says and stuff, mainly from like a mental point of view and being calm and stuff like that. And yeah, I just think all the advice I can get really, I'm just trying to take it on board and chew it up and kind of show that I'm taking it in. For sure, and the big games just keep on coming. We've got Scotland coming up. How are you feeling about that game? Yeah, I'm really excited like the rest of the lads. I think um, whatever role I play, I'll be buzzing and I want the lads to, to do the job. And uh, obviously it's a really historic game for the for the fans and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be up for it. Next up is my fellow England presenter. Our chemistry has developed so much over the weeks that some people are saying we are now starting to resemble shades of that Sheringham and Shearer partnership at Euro 96. And when I say some people, I mean our family members and our family members only. Josh, how are you, my mate? And uh, what did you make of that introduction? He's good, you know. I think I think you're 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 the main goal scorer. I'm the little man. I'm just feeding <laughs> off the scraps. That's that's basically how it works. Not at all, mate. It's, it's a like for like partnership. I set you up. You set me up. The thing is, mate, I'm spending longer on these introductions than I am on actually working out <laughs> what I'm going to ask you about. I'm enjoying them. I'm enjoying them. Keep them coming. And um, we're going to talk about the podcast and lines then soon. But I realise we haven't spoken much about what you've made of the tournament so far. And I thought it's quite applicable to start by asking you about the tournament because we've now seen every single team play once. So who have you been most impressed with? Do you know what? Uh, the funny thing, I was watching the Portugal game the other day and I thought, you know what? These lot aren't that good. And then but I said, all, all Ronaldo needs is one chance. Yeah. And guess what? He created two himself, put up to the penalty. It, it frightening. The guy, the guy is a, a clutch player. And then, you know, that, that is that group of death, isn't it? It's the, it's the Germany, France, you know what I mean? Portugal group where, and the Hungary, where... I was watching that France-Germany game. I couldn't call it. I couldn't call it. But I said, France will create something. And then they break so fast. And, and yeah, Pogba yeah. looks a different different man in that squad compared to, to, to what he does in the Premier League. So I think they're obviously the danger teams to watch. And we spoke a little bit about Spain having not having a striker. But, you know, they pass it around so well. So I think the, the teams I'm, I'm, I'm most impressed with has is, is got to be France and Germany, but mainly France. Yeah, France did impress me. That was such a good game, wasn't it? it was the opening game of a group fixture, France v Germany. So many great games. Uh, tell us what's been going on in camp then, mate. What's been going on today? It's still roasting by the looks of it. Yes, yeah, it's. it's, it's uh, I've spoken to a couple of the boys after they come back from training or recovery. They said the ice bath has, has, has never looked so inviting. So, you know what I mean? It's one of them. Usually they come out. They didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Come out the ice bath and they're in 17 layers. But, you know what I mean? There's a few players sunbathing around, around the place after training, having a nice. Uh, a, a nice I, I would say cool down but it's not really a cool down it's, it's toughing up the tans you might have seen in some of those uh those pool photos that the t-shirt tans are, are, are running have, a mock here so yeah. so yeah i think they're trying to even it out on on the grass in front of sgp have you noticed a slight sort of change in the atmosphere given that we are approaching game day and not just any game day but it is england against scotland is there a slightly more serious vibe because i know that you're you're in and amongst the players you get to see training has there been a shift at all there there's there, i mean i think they're, they're always quite quite you know, on it, I guess you could call it, or, or serious, but definitely that it's, it's all eyes on on the Scotland game, and there that's that that is the buzz around the place where right? they're all talking about it. Going, listen, I, I hope I play well. I hope I play. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a must win game. I think every single game in this group is a must win game. But of course, Scotland. You know, what I mean, it's 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 one of those. They're so close to us, and, and uh, they'd never let us forget it if they beat us. So yeah, it's definitely something uh, on on the mind of the players. They just want to perform well. 
how excited are you about that personally? Because I'm I'm just buzzing for this oh, game. Oh, mate, it, it, it's going to be unbelievable. Scotland at Wembley, like it, 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 you can't write it. It's it, it's shades of '96. Like we keep we keep harking back to it, but it, it it's set up to be a fantastic game. And obviously they're they're, they're coming off a, a two 0 loss, and they're going to want to prove something. So we've just got. To, I think as, as a fan, it's it's set up to be an, an unbelievable game, and I think I think it's going to live up to the hype. Yeah, mate. And I've got to talk to you about Lions down. I thought it was a brilliant episode today, by the way. Jude Bellingham was on, yeah. and. I mean, for a 17-year-old, the way that he talks and conducts himself, he's just so wise and mature beyond his years, isn't he? I'm just absolutely blown away by it, by how honest and openly he spoke. Just a brilliant, brilliant guest. And I, I can't quite believe listening to him speak these 17 years old. I know, you know, he, he's so thoughtful with, with the way he talks. He, he's obviously kind of processed the information and, and, and comes back very, very quickly. He's, he's a smart guy. He's, he's 17, but he... He's an old head on on young shoulders. You, yeah, you, you can see that, and he's still learning. You know what I mean? He, he says that he spends a lot of time. Reese James has taken him under his wing, and like he's he, he's learning off the of the likes of the, the Phillips of this world, the Hendos of this world, the Maguires, the Kane. So he, he he's taking. He's like a sponge of information. What I loved about the episode, mate, as well, there's certain things I think we take for granted. Like he said um, that all of his family were there watching him on. He says he doesn't often get all of his family because he plays in Germany, a lot of them based in England. It's, it's another thing that, that we, we don't think of as fans, is it? That there's so much that, that goes into this and that we take for granted with these players. That must have been a special moment for him. Yeah, for sure. He says uh, he, he's coming on at Wembley and he, he's got his dad and his brother there who don't get to watch him play when he's out in Germany. So it's an unbelievable, unbelievable experience. And uh, yeah, you do take that for granted where you think that like you know a lot of the players in England they they can see their families on a regular basis but he's obviously got his mum out in Germany and then that and, and obviously that's that's great but when you got a brother and um, when 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 you got a daddy who's who's your inspiration in football growing up his dad's got like 700 non-league goals he, he's, he's yeah. no joke so it, to have someone to have to have your family members like that in a crowd and in in a big game being the youngest ever player to make a debut at, or make an appearance at, at, at Euros is 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 an amazing thing and he, he was he was just buzzing with that fact. Yeah, breaking records left, right, and centre. It got me thinking about what had you achieved by the time you were seventeen? Because I I don't think I'd achieved anything really. I mean, I, I could play a decent round of Mario Kart with a few mates. That was about. Well, it. I just completed my GCSEs, and I mean, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we will, we will move on from that. Um, and the other thing I thought, um, not just Jude, but th- th- that I've noticed, that these young players just seem so fearless and seem to be thriving on, on, on this pressure. Is that something you found from chatting to Jude today? 100%. I think w- walking around the camp, you see that everyone's friends with everyone, but the, the, the young boys, that you know what I mean? They, they've just got boundless energy and, and they're playing like that on the pitch as well and they're training like that. I think, it's, you know, they're, they're playing with the handbrake off. They're, they're, they're allowed to. I think that's the best thing about this, this team is everyone's here on merit. You know, what I mean, they're not here to make up the numbers. Uh, even if it's their first tournament, even if they're making uh, making England debuts, like they, these guys, these guys are here because they've performed unbelievably well at the top, top, top level, and and they're proving it. And it's it's nice to see. It's nice to see a group yeah, a group of players that you know I mean, they, they're just, they're free. They're free and they're fantastically talented. And that's exactly what we've got with this England. So we've got a young, hungry squad that's not afraid to play football how they want to play. Yeah, I agree, mate. And I don't know if you heard, we had uh, Aaron Ramsdale on the, the podcast yesterday and he said that he, he's so excited. He, he was really nice, actually. Firstly, he started speaking about uh, Dean Henderson before he spoke about himself, which I thought yeah. was a, a bit of a touch of class. But he said that he couldn't even get a ticket for the Croatia game. He was so, trying so hard and he couldn't go as a fan. And now he's going to be at the Scotland game uh, as a player. I mean, it's just an amazing story, that, isn't it? 
it's it's unbelievable and it, it that just shows how how football fever has taken yeah. over England yeah. you know what I mean it's, it's it's impossible for even even the players that are in contention of making the squad can't get get tickets but the fact that he was I think he was willing to go on his own you know what I mean he was, it, yeah. it, yes. a, a fan playing for England and all these all these players are England fans as well so you can yeah. see it. it means so much for them to pull on the shirt and it's it's an incredible opportunity for him I want to talk to you about basketball, mate, because a lot yeah. of, uh, in, in Lions 10, a lot of them are showing their basketball skills. We've seen a lot clips up on socials. Now, you're very knowledgeable about basketball. I know that you talk about it a lot. So what, what, are you, what are you like? What are your basketball techers like? I'm much better at talking about basketball than I'm at playing it. If, <laughs> I, I practice every day on the Lions 10 set, right? And it, it's it's not got any better. From from day one to now, there's been there's, there's been minimal improvement. But yeah. I'm, I'm like a, you know, I, I said to Calv, I'm like a, I said to Hendo, actually, I'm like a one shot in five goes in. And and then okay. I proceeded to miss six on the bounce. So that's about how good I am. <laughs> Check the ratios. And uh, I can't get you on without asking about our fantasy football battle. How's it going? How are your team looking? You know what? I've doubled my points. I've doubled oh, my points. You? Yeah, Ooh. so I'm I'm, uh, I'm currently on 49 points. Right? I think that, that... Oh, I think I'm on 51. That's tight. Wow. So look, there we go. I'm, wow. I'm, 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 I'm closing the gap a little bit, I guess. I captain Pogba, didn't I? So, so there oh, we go. Right. That, that was a smart decision. I had a mobile aid to be fair. He did score, but we'll have to we'll have to look at it for game week two. Uh, tell us what's next on Lions Den and just remind the listeners where they can find it. It's everywhere. They can find it on YouTube and Twitch, usually four o'clock, unless it's uh, unless it's departure day, special departure day show, which will be uh, slightly earlier on in the day. But we've got Pickford on. Which I'm, I'm oh, very class. excited about. Yeah, get the rave on. I'm, I'm, I, he's got great energy, so I'm, I'm feeling like maybe I'm going to make a special Lions Den playlist for him as he walks in. It, mate, we mentioned that on the podcast. He says that he still listens to his rave music before games. He loves it, <laughs> mellow and house. So, uh, mate, pleasure to have you on. We'll catch up soon, and I'm going to go straight and look at my fantasy team after that. <laughs> Smart. You got me worried. Decision. Pleasure, Smithy. <laughs> Top man, mate. You're listening to the official England podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It wouldn't be an official England podcast without an exclusive chat with one of the England players. Yesterday, I had a chinwag with Champions League winner Reese James, who spoke about which England legend has been giving him weekly phone calls and who is the table tennis king in the camp. Pleased to say joining me on the official England podcast is Reese James. Reese, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Now, of course, Champions League winner only a matter of weeks ago, now in the England squad for the Euros. You must be loving life at the minute. Yeah, obviously, uh, 
coming off the back of a, a Champions League trophy and then uh, obviously coming away um, and getting selected to come to, to my first major tournament is, um, has been unreal. Yeah, it must be unbelievable. I can only imagine what that feels like, mate. Something I'll never get to experience, of course. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the mood in the camp because I've been fortunate to speak to many of the guys uh, throughout the week. Does the, the sort of mood change slightly now that we are getting close to game? Is it more of a serious attitude in training and around the place? Does, does it change a bit? Um, yeah, obviously, building up to games, you know, as the games come closer, uh, tension starts to build, you know, because we know that that we need to need to get a result in every game we play. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit more relaxed when uh, we've got a few more days training, but, you know, coming up to game day, we're all focused and prepared. And, of course, you don't need me to remind you, the next game is England against Scotland uh, at Wembley. You've played in a lot of big derbies, of course, at, at club level. Does this have that derby feel to it, this fixture? Yeah, this is probably the biggest um, derby there is, you know. Um, um, we're going to have to stick together as a team and, and fight, you know. The game's going to be very tough. Um, they obviously lost their first game, so they're going to want to come to Wembley and, and uh, put up a performance. Do you think that makes the task, in a way, harder? Because Scotland obviously need points now that they lost that opening game. Yeah, of course. You know, there's there's no uh, easy games in in this uh, in this tournament, and you know, um, obviously them coming up against us is a massive rivalry already, um, and and obviously them needing a win um, is just going to add fuel to the fire. And have you been watching Gaza's goal from Euro '96? Because all the most of the players, but all the players are too young to remember it. But have you been watching that goal on repeat to get you motivated for the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's been on been on repeat a few times, and I've, I've watched it back. <laughs> Not a bad goal, is it? It's pretty special. Yeah, no, I'm wrong. Um, and one thing I want to ask you about is I, I've heard and read that you've been getting sort of weekly phone calls uh, from Ashley Cole and that's really helped your game. No, I mean, he obviously works at Chelsea now um, and we've kind of got a, a good relationship. Um, he's a, a, one of the best fullbacks that ever played the game as well. Um, and I'm a fullback, so whenever I feel like I need advice, um, I always turn to him as my first point of call. Um, yeah, we've built a, a strong relationship. I think what I like about it is, because as, as we all know, he's, he's a coach there, but is that you have so many calls and so many contacts with him. That it, is he someone that you must look up to as a fullback a lot for everything that he achieved in the game? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think any fullback would uh, look up to him. You know, the career he had, um, he played at the highest level for, for a number of years. Um, so, yeah, I've got a lot to learn of him and I'm thankful that, that he uh, helps me and gives me advice. Without sort of revealing everything, what what kind of kind of insight does it give you? Is it all stuff on the pitch? Is it stuff away from the pitch psychologically? What what kind of things does it does he help you with? Uh, everything, you know. Um, really, on the pitch, uh, scenarios off the pitch. Um, I mean, I mean everything. Whatever I kind of come to him with, he's always there for me. Class, I love that. And of course, was he one of your? I imagine he was one of your childhood heroes. So to be able to have that conversation must must be unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, he was growing up. He was always in the team I supported, and there was winning many titles. So he's always a player I looked up to as well. Yeah, not a bad person to get advice from. I've got to say. Um, you've also spoken at length. I've seen about the impact that your dad's had with you becoming the player that you are today. So what I want to ask you with that is, what was his reaction when you first told him that you're going to the Euros with England? He must have been so proud. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, it's probably one of the proudest moments you know it's my first um first major tournament so to pick up the phone and let him know that i got selected uh, it was over the moon really yeah, yeah just I, I can imagine and of course your sister as well you're in quite a rare position where not only are you a famous footballer but your sister as well uh, is a pro footballer for man united as well so do you and your sister just constantly talk about football and critiquing each other's games is that how it works uh no to be fair we don't we don't really speak too much about football you know maybe if i see a 
her games um, when she's playing and I see something that she could do better then maybe I'll sell her then but it's kind of a brother-sister relationship it's not really too much football because that is rare isn't it I mean to, to have two professional footballers within the house I just I just had this vision of you constantly just messing each other uh, giving each other uh, uh, opinions and views the whole time but it, it's, it's not no, like no. that all the time no. <laughs> Love that. And your family, again, must be so proud of the fact that, that both of you are playing at such a high level. Yeah, of course. I mean, to have one, but then my sister as well, you know, both of us, is, my parents are very proud. Reese, we've seen you play quite a few positions this season, right back, right wing back, even in centre back areas. Uh, so where is your favourite position? Where do you think you are utilised best? Uh, I'd probably say my favourite position is probably um right back right back and then probably wing back yeah and, and what did you make on that note it ties me nicely on to my next question because obviously a lot was made in the media about the fact that there was a lot of right backs in the squad for originally of, of course since then we heard the unfortunate news about Trent's injury but a lot was made about the the amount of right backs within the squad but do you almost think that that should be used as a positive the fact that there is such strength in depth in this position for England I mean as you said there's a lot of great right backs um coming through you know as you said Trent pulled out and there's Wan-Bissaka, uh, Max Aarons, there's loads um, that are not here that are, are great right-backs and, and probably on the verge of maybe getting a call-up. And yeah, it brings a lot of competition, you know. Um, you have to keep up your performances at a high level because you know there's other players that want your shirt. Yeah, it is a particularly strong area for, for England. So, so how do you look at that? Is, is it uh, is it slightly frustrating that there are so many good positions in uh, players in your position? Sorry, or does, do actually does it does it spur you on and actually help you to improve given the amount of competition there is? Definitely helps you, you know, because maybe if you didn't have anyone in your position, then you'd maybe take your foot off the gas a bit. Um, but you know, when you've got um, loads of other players that are, are very good as well, you know, it keeps you uh, on your toes. And have you been watching uh, a lot of the other games in the tournament? Have you been keeping an eye on potential future opposition? How many games have you have you have you seen in the tournament so far? Uh, most of the games, you know, whenever a game's on TV, it's always on here. So um, are you looking at that sizing up potential opponents? Are you sort of keeping an eye on players that you might be coming up against. How does it work? No, now it's too early. You know, um, we have to take. Uh, Take our game by game um, and focus on what's what's in front of us first, and then um, look at uh, maybe future opponents when when that moment uh, arises. Yeah, fair point. And which teams have you been most impressed with? Would you say because we've seen every team play once now? I don't know. No one's probably at their peak yet. You know, the tournaments uh, only just started, and most teams have only played one game, so it's quite hard to to judge. You know, but a few teams have had some good results. Yeah, it's tough, tough to pick, isn't it? I mean, I look at I look at this England squad and just think there's so many, so many exciting players that it, it should be a very, very fascinating tournament. And obviously, hopefully, England go all the way. Of course, um, have you been in contact with any of your Chelsea teammates? Because obviously, there's a lot of Chelsea players playing for a lot of different teams. So I just wondered how that dynamic works. Are you on the the Chelsea WhatsApp during the tournament, or is that something you, you don't go near? Uh, yeah, a few people have um, spoken it and said good luck, you know, to to various players that are playing. Um, so everyone's keeping in contact, you know, and wishing everyone all the best. And of course, one of your teammates, Billy Gilmore, uh, you will be coming up against. Uh, both in the, he's in the Scotland squad, you're in the England squad. So have you been speaking to him this week? Any conversations, or, or do you just not contact him in the build-up to a big game? No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I probably leave contacting him, uh, probably, and, and just speak to him after the game once uh, the score's decided. Fair point. That's a, a sensible answer. Um, I want to get a little bit into what you've been doing in your downtime. We've spoken to a lot of the lads. We've got Raheem told me he's been meditating. Uh, people have been FaceTiming family. There's basketball courts. We've seen people play Fortnite. So what does Reese James do in his downtime? Because it is a, a long camp, of course. Uh, my downtime so far, I've been playing uh, quite a bit of table tennis and basketball. 
Yeah, what you like? Go on. I've seen oh, some of the boys who got a bit good. in their locker. Basketball, even I'm not good and poor. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen yeah. a few of the lads who got a bit in their locker on the basketball court. I haven't actually seen you pop up on no. many of the social media channels. So are you, are you not? You're not one of the best at basketball. <laughs> no, nah, not a basketball. I'm not good. Table tennis, I'm about. Talk to me about table tennis, and I play a bit of table tennis actually. How good? How good are you no, in the squad? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably say top three. Would you go on? Who are the, who are the top three then? If if you. Table tennis in the England squad. Who are the top three? I don't know. I know Mason and Deck are both good as well. Yeah. Are they inseparable? Those two. They just seem to yeah, be yeah. together all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, and I want to ask about as well. Um, Jordan Pickford told us that, that you have a a pre-match sort of um, playlist, and all the players uh, have a chance to pick a certain tune. So, what is Reese James' song of choice? So, what kind of things are you putting on on the iPod? Um, that's what that is probably. Uh, it's called Broski by Krepton Conan. Yeah, I know it. I know it. But some of our listeners might not know it. So, do you want to give us a little rendition? No, no. As soon as I said, do you want to give us a rendition? Your face is like, no, 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 no. I'm shaking your face. Not at all. Uh, and just finally, obvious way to end it, really. England v Scotland in front of fans as well at Wembley. J- just give us an insight and talk to the fans about how, how excited you are about this game, which, which is fast approaching. No, everyone here, you know, the whole squad are excited and uh, I hope the fans are excited as well and I hope um, we we work hard and get the result we want and put on a performance for our fans. Cheers, Reese. Really appreciate you joining us. I'll let you get back to the, the table tennis table, mate, and all the best for the rest of the tournament. Thank you. Yeah, it was great catching up with Reese James there. And I've got to be honest, I've got a slight confession to make. He actually logged on earlier than I did. He was early, in fairness, 15 minutes early, in fact. So he was waiting for me. So, Reese, thank you for your time if you're listening to this. And apologies for keeping you waiting, mate. Uh, that's all we have time for. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode here on the official England podcast. Next time you hear from me, it will be on the day of the big game. We've been excited for this one for weeks and it is finally here. And we've got one of the busiest shows to date in store for you tomorrow. I'll be chatting to Scottish football expert Graham Hunter to get the opposition lowdown, as well as one of the stars of Euro 96, England legend Teddy Sheringham. And as if those guests weren't enough for you, I'll also be speaking exclusively to England's Mason Mount. Trust me, you do not want to miss tomorrow's episode don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single thing and come on england when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.